Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories. And we tell stories about everything here on this show, including your stories. Send them to ouramericanstories.com. They're some of our favorites. And our favorite storytelling here on The Crew are stories about American history. And they're so important. If we don't know who we were, how do we know who we are? And this next story is a history story, as always, brought to us by the great folks at Hillsdale College, where you can go to learn all the things that are good in life and all the things that are beautiful in life. And if you can't get to Hillsdale, Hillsdale will come to you with their free and terrific online courses. Go to hillsdale.edu. That's hillsdale.edu. In 1777, George Washington pushed back against General Cornwallis in Princeton, New Jersey, gaining a small victory for the Colonials. Here to bring you the story is Dr. Larry Arn, president of Hillsdale College, and here's our own Monty Montgomery, a Hillsdale grad himself, to help tell the story. George Washington was a beautiful man, according to many in the founding era. Here's Dr. Larry P. Arn, president of Hillsdale College, with more on that and this all-important man of the revolution. Abigail Adams, when she uh, met him, she wrote to her husband, I had been told that he was handsome, but I did not know the half. So he was very striking. He was unusually tall for those age. He's probably six foot three. And then he was tremendous horseman. He's just awesome. He could ride his horse 
into and through a battle without using his hands. And that was awesome because, you know, at uh, the Battle of Princeton in uh, 1776, the Declaration of Independence is ratified. And then, of course, everything goes wrong for months. They did take Boston because Henry Knox went and got the cannon from uh, Fort Ticonderoga, which Ethan Allen had uh, liberated. Dragged them across winter roads, got them up on a hill, and they now could shoot down on the British ships, and the British ships had to leave. But after that, everything was a disaster. They went up to New York, because the British are going up there now. And New York is a complex place, if you think about it. There's an island, and then there's populous areas above and below it, left and right of it. The sea goes all around, and the British have these big ships. And so at the Battle of New York and the Battle of Brooklyn, the British just simply completely outmaneuvered Washington. I mean, it was embarrassing. And he had to run his army down New Jersey, escaping with their lives. Had to get across a bridge over to Philadelphia. And if they hadn't made it across that bridge, and Washington stood by the bridge, by the way, and calmly watched as people entered the bridge and and there was order. Well, now, you know, it's winter and he needs to do something. Because it'd be, you know, we're going to, in our first year, we're going to have only defeat. So on Christmas night, he crosses the Delaware and attacks Trenton. And he hoped to wake him up. He had uh, a main man in his army who organized all the boats to get everybody over. And of course, they were three hours late. So now it's 10 o'clock. Their hope of surprise, they think, is gone. And uh, Washington says, we're going to go on anyway, because if we don't win here, we're going to be dead by nightfall. Uh, Well, they get there, and the Hessian soldiers, and they were from a German state called Hesse, and those soldiers were the main export of their country, because they were really great soldiers. And the country would rent them out and get money to sustain the country. And so those soldiers were very good soldiers, and they were fighting for their own country, see? It wasn't like they were just mercenaries fighting for themselves. And anyway, they'd had a very nice Christmas night. And they were drunk in bed when the Americans got there. And they took the place, and hardly a casualty on the American side. And then something bad happened. Uh, The report comes that Cornwallis is coming down in relief. And Washington doesn't think that's a good enough victory. He's got to stop Cornwallis at Princeton. And he takes the force. It's northish from Trenton. And when he gets there, the American troops are in flight. They're running. And in this case, unlike later at the Battle of Monmouth, Washington didn't say anything, didn't wave his arms, didn't shout. He just rode his horse directly through the troops toward the enemy. And Washington had an adjutant named Fitzwilliams, and he writes about this, and he says that when Washington got close to the British, he didn't have any way to know if anybody was with him. But they had all turned around and fallen in line alongside Washington. And Washington got close to the British, and he starts giving the orders to fire. There are about 17 of them, right? And he pulls his sword out. His horse is just walking steadily. And there's a great volley. And Washington is shrouded in smoke. And Fitzwilliams reports that he covered his eyes with his cap because he could not bear to see Washington falling. 
And then the smoke cleared and there was a great cheer because he was just still on his horse in the same posture, still going. And the British, they basically just turned around and ran from him. See, so if you see somebody do something like that, that's a, you know, just the story of it to me is thrilling because Aristotle says that the highest thing we can see is beauty. The Christian version of that is beatitude, seeing God. You recognize it by sense perception. You just see it. And you know what it is. And that includes moral acts, like great acts of courage. And when people see things like that, it's printed in them. It makes them better because they aspire to such things. And that was the effect of Washington on people. And a special thanks to Monty. Great work as always. And a special thanks to Dr. Larry Arn. What storytelling? Aristotle says the highest thing we can see is beauty. We know it when we see it. And it involves moral acts and acts of courage. And it moves us to be better versions of ourselves. The stories of Trenton and Princeton, in the end, stories of America's fearless leader, George Washington, here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the stories we tell about this great country, and especially the stories of America's rich past, know that all of our stories about American history, from war to innovation, culture, and faith, are brought to us by the great folks at Hillsdale College, a place where students study all the things that are beautiful in life and all the things that are good in life. And if you can't get to Hillsdale, Hillsdale will come to you with their free and terrific online courses. Go to hillsdale.edu to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.